What was the first video game character in the Macy's Day Thanksgiving balloon? Oh, brother. Uh, fucking Sonic? I don't know. That's 100% what it was. It? <laughs> and when I was asked that, that was my exact response. Fucking Sonic? <laughs> that was a guess. What's up, everyone? Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised a Geek. This week, we're talking about our first impressions on God of War Ragnarok, and we talk about the struggle to prep for the upcoming Willow show on Disney+. Plus. So let's get to it. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm here with my buddy, Don. How we doing, man? Chris, what is up? My friend. Today. I left out today on accident. Everything is good. I am okay. Saturday evening. Ready to talk some nerdy stuff. I saw you. I saw you struggling to get through my opening, talking about Willow. There, <laughs> uh, just the word Willow makes me laugh. We'll get to Willow though. That we will. It's Thanksgiving week, man. Big it plans. Is. Going out of town, hanging out, family dinner. What uh, you got going on, man? It should be some family, family stuff. Both sides of the family uh, having some food. <laughs> It's the kickoff to the holiday season. That it is. That it is. Thanksgiving is not my thing, but. No? We are, nah. What am I going to do with Thanksgiving? What's wrong with Thanksgiving, man? You got a, you got a plate of food, a bunch of, bunch of drinks, some football. Why, why I, I, I enjoy like the football. I don't like Thanksgiving food most of the time because it's no? too fancy. <laughs> what, 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 what's too fancy about it? I like, I like green beans. Plain, just green beans. I don't like green bean casserole. I like sweet potatoes. Plain sweet potatoes. I don't need sweet potato yams. What is what is it called? Like, is it sweet potato casserole? Is there is there that? I don't know. But that's where they put the marshmallows and the oh, brown no, sugar no, no. and all that. The sweetness. I'm not with that. I I I'll prefer a good just regular sweet potato. Green sweet bean potatoes, casserole. Sweet, it's called sweet potato because it's sweet. Like, why you got to throw brown sugar and marshmallows and maple syrup and shit into it? That just makes it a, a dessert. Now, I can understand that. I will not have you sully the good name of green bean casserole, though. You got the you got the damn water chestnuts and the the uh, crunchies on top, whatever those the hell French those onion things. crunchies. Gross. Those are good. <laughs> Gross me out, man. I would always even when I would eat it, it's like I would dig underneath those to get something. Mm. But then everybody wants to be fancy with their salads and it's all like mayonnaise and sour cream. Chris doesn't eat anything white. So I don't like mayonnaise, sour cream, cream cheese. And that's like the base of Thanksgiving. Chris doesn't eat anything white. That's the tagline to this episode. I don't Uh, like ranch. I don't like just anything that I established because ranch in my head is white. I remember marshmallow fluff being a staple in your house growing up. So that's a lot. I've never I've never (laughs) had a cereal with marshmallows. No Lucky Charms? No Lucky Charms. No oh, dude, other ones. Out. Which other ones had marshmallows? That's like it. That's the main one. I feel uh, like, well, like Count Chocula. Oh, yeah, that's gross. Like all of those. I never had any of those because I was like, marshmallows gross. Even when I was a kid. I think I've eaten a the, s'more like once. You remember the Spider-Man cereal? Nope. I was like limited time only. I got that a couple times because I was spoiled. But it was like checks. It was like checks in the shape of webs okay and then it, but then it had marshmallows in it like marshmallow shapes that shit was good <laughs> you always did have the good shit i remember like i'm sitting there with my lunchable <laughs> and you had your jimmy dean one with like the subs and i was always like man i got this lunchable with these crackers and you got this like sub bread uh, what's this lunchables pizza this ain't pizza this is yeah, fake. what is this and you're just like well i got my jimmy dean's <laughs> I mean, my dry ass pizza this. with like shredded cheese on top. It ain't even melted. <laughs> and you're just like, I got my Jimmy Dean sub that comes with fancy candy or whatever the dessert was. Didn't it have like pudding cups or something stupid? Oh, I'm, like a fresh brownie. <laughs> <Be> jealous. <laughs> Somehow that was warm out of the fridge. <laughs> Be jealous, Chris. Be why, jealous. Why is your brownie warm, Don? It's just how Jimmy Dean rolls. This is Jimmy Dean. <laughs> Jimmy Dean's still a thing? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody who's listening to us on Thanksgiving or right around Thanksgiving. We're heading into the week. We decided this week we've been playing God of War Ragnarok like as much as we can find in here. And literally right now, both of us are sitting here going, do I want to play 
instead of recording right now, kind of want to play God of War, you know. Uh, See, we're, we're, we're reaching this point here where like video games are starting to take over our existence over these past couple months and we've we've had to like make time for the podcast not we love doing it we yeah. love doing it but man we love some good we love good video games it's so the we're fall in like season this, man those we're in like, like every this. game's coming out i already have a couple other pre-order that take my time so i'm like i gotta get through god of war before final fantasy comes out yeah it's uh you you got you got your whole schedule now from now to through the end of the year but yeah we, we've totally been playing and uh I'm interested to talk to you about it. Yeah. It'll be fun. So we're going to talk about where we are. I don't even know how far he is. I don't know if he's further than me, if I'm further than him. We're not done with the game. We're giving first impressions of God of War Ragnarok out now for PS5. And then we're going to dive into Willow from 1988 because we got the Willow show on Disney Plus coming out here on November 30th. So it's a week from when you're probably listening to this right now. It's been a long time since either one of us watched it. You watched it before? This wasn't your first time, right? Wasn't my first time, but it's been long enough to the point where like I didn't remember anything. So it's been, you know, a couple decades, I think, for Willow. So and and as you can see, I'm finishing it behind me right now. So we'll see how this conversation goes. <laughs> yeah. Chris's review is in progress as it is on in the progress. screen. Behind I'm him making, right now. you know, my my peripheral hearing is working behind me as I'm remembering what the hell happened in willow so we are going to talk about willow 1988 and we got a lot of good content coming so make sure you like subscribe and follow this podcast on all podcasts and social media services hit us up with those five star reviews and if you want to join the conversation you can hit us up on twitter and instagram at raise the geek or you can email us at raise the geek at gmail.com you can also go to our anchor.fm page leave us a voicemail if you're the first person to do that We'll probably put it on air and long as long as it's not uh super inappropriate. Yeah. And uh ask your questions, your geeky questions. Like Chris said, hit us up on Twitter before it disappears because Right. We're so far surviving any... the, the collapse of Twitter this week. It, it could be gone any day now. So you better follow us on there while you can. I know I lost my news. Uh the other day, like, you know how you can click the little search button and it'll bring up like, you know, news, sports, entertainment, and you could see what's trending. I clicked yeah. on it and it was just like one screen that was like, what's happening? And I couldn't like filter anything. And I was like, oh, like, this is it. It's over. Then they, and then, like, I checked, yeah. And then I'm like looking and no one else has that problem of me. And I'm like, what did I do? Come on, Elon. What did I do to you, man? He found you at the no more. He realized Chris. I blocked his ass and he was like, all right, <laughs> we're going to take away the news from you. It's where I get my news, Elon. It's where I get my news. Anybody who blocked me is eliminated. <laughs> yeah, I blocked his ass so fast. <laughs> I was uh, like, why am I seeing tweets from Elon Musk talking to me? No, I'm out of here. Uh, yeah. But that is a whole other conversation. Yeah. But we're here to talk about God of War Ragnarok because if I wasn't doing this with you, the runner-up thing of what I'd rather be doing is playing that damn game right now because it is insane. Yeah. It's been we insane both. since literally turning it on. And mm-hmm. it's continued. So first question to you, my friend. Let's how far it. are you into it? Are you uh do you know the hours? Have you done any manual saves to see how far hours or just where are we at? So I don't spoil anything or you don't spoil uh, anything. Well, there may be, be spoilers. So- if you haven't played any of this game, spoilers. Yeah, don't skip skip ahead to our next section if you haven't played yet and you plan on it. Come but, back and listen to this once you've once you've played a little bit. But um, if you started the game, chances are you might want to listen to the next couple segments and maybe we'll we're we're in the same place and we can we can have this conversation together. Most definitely. I have not checked to see how many hours I put in. I it's it's I've done a nice little chunk. Now to be safe with each other, let's just Try not to tell each other where we are. I don't know. Sound fair? We could try. Uh, I feel like we're probably close to each other. Um, I'm in chapter four, if that helps at all. But See, you told me that, and then I looked to try to see if you can tell where you are chapter-wise, and I don't know where to look for that. So I looked um, I looked up like a walkthrough. Uh, okay. So then it gave me at least like the sections. Mm-hmm. But like usually it would tell you when you finish like a path. 
it'll okay. you know you kind of get that trophy or it'll say like put the thing up on the screen where it's like this path is closed or you completed this yeah so i've completed three paths there's okay. a big section where i could be like oh well i just got done with this and you'll be like oh but if you haven't been there yet then you wouldn't know and i don't want to say it so this is gonna be a fun conversation yeah yeah uh we didn't think this through i no, 100 100 percent. i've uh i've definitely put in some some good amount of time though i think uh and i'm enjoying the hell out of it um so now you just just powered through the 2018 mm, god of war to kind of prep for this one i did um what took you so long good question and you know <laughs> what that that even brings us back to we can rewind all the way back to the first god of war game and like god of war first popped up on i don't know what was its first system playstation PS2. 2 Right, so it was PS2, and then there was like a sequel, maybe a part three, and some other stuff in there, and then PS. Okay, I can I can run it through. PS. Yeah, run it run it through. PS2 got God of War one, and God of War two came out on PS2, but it was like right around either right before or right after the PS3 launch. So it was like one of the last PS2 like big exclusives. Mm-hmm. And then God of War three came out onto the PS3, and it was then remade for remastered or whatnot for the PS4, which I never played that one, but I did play it on PS3. And then they did two PSP games, mm-hmm. I think the Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta. I know I played Chains of Olympus on the little PSP. I don't yeah. think I ever played Ghost of Sparta. And then after God of War 3, they did God of War Ascension, which also came out for PS3, which was supposed to be a prequel, which I never played. Right. And then they did in 20... Then they waited about 10 years. 2018 came God of War, the new one. And this is two years or four years later. God of War Ragnarok is the most recent. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I never... It was just never a franchise that spoke to me i also didn't play video games as heavily there during that span of like ps3 and ps2 like i had my games but i just didn't jump at everything like i feel like i do now right um so it was a franchise i just kind of skipped i was like eh, i i'm aware of its existence i'm just i'm i'm cool just kind of looks like a button masher beat em up kind of whatever and maybe that's what it was. I don't know if it's evolved into what it is now. It's definitely but, evolved, but yeah. Yeah, just the the word of mouth and um, <clears throat> everything I read and everything I heard from, you know, people I trust like you and other outlets saying how the um, PlayStation 4 God of War was just like amazing and won all kinds of awards. Game of the year, I'm sure that year. and. Uh, I finally just got to it once Ragnarok was like right around the corner and I just blazed through that game so fast and loved every minute of it. I felt like there were some things I was missing uh, in the backstory, but I was okay. It didn't really affect my gameplay. I don't know, man, just an adventure of the adventures of Kratos and Atreus as a little scamp. Uh, I don't know why games are so fun when it's like a father figure and a child together. The last of us. Right. uh and so many others but yeah man it was just so fun like going through this greek mythology and norse mythology kind of combined into one and and just like fantasy goodness that stuff you love in a game and the the combat system was you know fantastic and and different kind of weapons and different styles and they just kept everything fresh and a fun story the voice acting and the dialogue was really good and just the Great set pieces experience. of that game were insane. Yeah, and the, and the thing that stands out the most, and I think we've talked about it, was just like the boss fights are just so epic from that first game. Like every single one is just like you're having a blast, even if you're like struggling or having a hard time. It's just like you're having fun, even if you're getting your ass kicked. Just how right. fun and big of a scale it is for a video game. Uh, yeah, man, that game really had it all. So that's why i was excited for ragnarok but i don't know before we get into ragnarok your history with god of war and how did you feel about that first the game previous to this one yeah i yeah i've been a god of war 
fan. I remember hearing about the original one and just being next level. I have, like, like I mentioned when I was running through, there are a couple I haven't played, but for the most part, at least the main series I've run through um, one, two, and three. I mean, the third one, I pre-ordered the like fucking super, I literally have sitting over here on a shelf Pandora's box that came with the God of God of War three, like limited edition. That was like, I was so excited for that. I still literally remember going to the store to pick up my copy at Best Buy with my giant Pandora's box that I just filled up with random crap. Mm -hmm. And it's still sitting over there, just filled up with like cigars and lighters. It's real weird. It became my smoke box. But um, it's just a cool thing. I've just always been, God of War just kind of always fell in. And as you said, with the the greek mythology before and then coming around to the 2018 one where they then shifted from greek mythology to norse mythology and started throwing in the thors and loki's and odin's and really kind of playing with that like level of just kind of the idea of mixing the gods Mm -hmm. and having kratos as the god of war from greek mythology who just decimated all of these olympus gods to then have him show up in norse mythology being like i'm here now (laughs) what are you gonna do and so it just was amazing and then of course the storytelling with father and son and just the all the technology leaps the fact that they did the entire game as a one cut no cut you know camera the camera's constantly with kratos the entire time there's no cuts in that no cut scenes it's literally you're just following the characters it's just it's really a masterpiece in many ways um and then as you said everything that's happening in that game you just constantly find yourself going oh shit like out of excitement just because it's insane and i remember standing up playing the final fight of that 2018 just like completely blown away by everything that they were doing and that final fight and just standing up like fighting with the controller like jumping up and down and i can't tell you another video game in the 40 years i've been playing video games that made me stand up and like jump around while i was doing the final fight of the game like I can tell you, like, when I played Kingdom Hearts, the original one, and I got bored fighting the final guy for, like, 90 minutes or something stupid before he would die. Cannot tell you another time. I literally was on my feet doing it because I was so amped. Yeah, that's high praise. Yeah. You know, outstanding. (laughs) Outstanding. You can't say much more than that. So we both love that game and um, we're super into it. So what are you thinking of this new game i mean we're both just kind of making our way through and getting used to it now it's a a lot of similarities but obviously they've done a lot of upgrades and made it you know different you have to you you can't just do a carbon copy of the same thing so what are you thinking of ragnarok so far before I know this mm-hmm. is probably terrible timing. I want you to tell what you texted me when you went to go buy the game with that poor bastard. Oh. Because that just cracked me up in the saddest way possible. And yeah. it feels like a good segue into going into what I was about to say. Okay. So, so tell me about that. Tell the people out there. I bought the game launch day. Uh, I didn't pre-order it digitally. I wanted a physical copy for whatever reason. I just wanted to kind of mix it up. I did the same thing. Um, okay, so I went to a local Target and went in there to buy the game. Uh, saw it in the display case. Now there's this other guy kind of hovering around looking at video games too. And like, he's looking at the new games. You know, they always put the brand new games on the day of release right there on the top. So I could tell we were both looking at God of War. I was like, ah, this guy's going to get it too. That's cool. So we walk. we both walk up to like the, the desk where the you know employee is and he helped him first because he was there before me and he was like hey what, what can i get you and he's like oh, i'll take uh I, i'd like god of war and the employee at target was like okay uh, do you want that on ps4 or ps5 and he's like ps4 said, okay cool and before he went to go get anything he looked at me and he's like and you what about you what do you you what do you need and i was like same thing but ps5 (laughs) and uh as soon as i said that i kind of like looked out of the corner of my eye at the guy and i turned and looked at him and he just had like this look of sadness on his face (laughs) and it was was like i kind of felt bad but i was like also like proud like 
not pr- you know what i mean but just yeah. like i mean i'm not gonna be sorry i have the ps5 right and then before and then you we know the guy our goes, ass to get these ps5s the guy goes back to get the game so me and the guy started talking he's like oh how do you like the ps5 i was like it's good man i like it a lot it's you know not a lot of not load times every game looks pretty beautiful and he's just like this look of sadness that he didn't have it on his face i was like you'll get it one day man and i was trying to tell him you can get the upgrade for free you know you should do all that stuff like it's really cool you can upgrade a lot of these ps4 games to ps5 and he was like Mm. yeah i'll get it someday i hope but uh it was just it was a it was a funny situation (laughs) yeah poor bastard um (laughs) hey i as i think i told you it's awesome that he's still able to play it at the same time there's a lot of people that think that it held back this game because they had to still make it run on a ps4 um i'm glad i was able to play this thing on a ps5 because it's gorgeous yeah and supposedly supposedly this game is making the ps4 sound like a jet engine too so i that 100% would scare, believe that that would scare me i think last of us 2 i thought my ps4 was gonna blow up <laughs> right because it was just constantly and i was like, like ps4 don't die <laughs> can't handle this i never i never jumped to the ps4 pro so i was still running on a base model ps4 not a slim not oh, any yeah, kind of sure. like a base model like launch model ps4 it's like i can't handle this yeah and it, it was freaking out yeah um but god of war ragnarok playing it on ps5 both of us mm-hmm. gorgeous controls yeah. are fun flawless performance enjoying the hell out of it and as we said like even the opening of this game started and i was already yelling oh shit just because it was insane and i was like what am i getting into um I do feel like it definitely feels like just more of the same, which I can't really complain about being a bad thing. I'm sure there's always kind of rumors of this being more of a DLC, like a Miles Morales, a shorter story. Looking through, it still seems like the main story is going to take 20 to 25 hours to actually get through, plus fifty up to 50 to 60 hours to actually do everything in 100%, which I usually don't do because I just, I'm just moving on to the next thing. Yeah, I don't have patience for that either. Yeah. Usually, unless I'm just having a blast. Like those Spider-Man games, I 100%ed both of those games because I loved them. Arkham Knight, I almost 100%ed that except for the Riddler trophies because I loved that game. Gotham Knights, I can see going back to Gotham Knights and getting some more. I, I, I definitely am feeling the itch to jump back into Gotham because... You and I beat the story for that not too long ago, just to because we knew Ragnarok was coming out. And we're like, we got to get the story done. So we crammed it out. Gotham Knights. I don't care what your problem is with that game. That game was fun as shit. It is. It's an outstanding game. I don't care about frames per second. I don't care about anything else. Arkham this, that, or the other. Gotham Knights was fun. Yeah, we're gonna I'm ready back. to jump back. We're going to get back that. to that. Game. And there's a good chance I'll 100% that one too, because that was fun. But we're here to talk about Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah so um no this game outstanding man so far i'm seven hours in like i said chapter four give or take realizing there's like 18 chapters so i realized today i was like i've played for like because i woke up at i only slept like three hours last night oh boy yeah i don't know i just got up and then i was like, <laughs> it was like five in the morning and i was like maybe i should just play ragnarok so i played from <laughs> like five to eight and then i looked it up and i was like i'm only at chapter four and this you game is like left. 18 chapters. I'm like, what did I get into? Yeah, you got a lot left. Um, a lot left. I'm with you. I'm having a lot of fun. Um, it does feel like more of the same, but that's not bad in this case. No. Um, and a lot of it's the same, but I can also tell the time and care they've taken into making certain upgrades, like in certain ways that, you know, Kratos and atreus travel and the way you can do certain things and like the the way the uh upgrade system looks looks different and it's just uh i mean if we loved that first game so much having more of the same can't be a bad thing right i don't know if i don't know if this happened to you but like right off the bat you know the first thing they show you is kratos in a cave and then atreus comes walking up now he's visibly aged yeah because they wanted to show the growth in in his son in the first game his son is young just like a little young whatever 12 year old or something so now you got, yeah so now you gotta assume he's four or five years older and but the first time he spoke and his voice is completely different now i just played that game 
Oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta keep in mind. It's been a long time for you. So you might not remember, but I have in my head just hearing this young little bullshit, young Atreus, annoying talking all the time. Like dad, we're gods. And now all of a sudden, he, <laughs> now all of a sudden he's got like a deeper voice, like father. And I was just like, Oh my God, Atreus, what happened to you? You pimply faced twerp but uh he's still saying the same shit but we're to gods dad yeah it totally threw me off yeah, now there 100%. are there are a few people out there with some complaints about this game that i've seen and i want to know if any of this bothers you are you bothered by the what people are calling like the backseat assistance from mamir and atreus during fights they're always hollering like on your left He's on your left. He's behind you. And like, does that become too much for you? Like, cause they are constantly talking during battles, which they didn't really do that in the first game too much. And it's like, some people are saying, and I've seen it and I can kind of sympathize. They're like every now and then that's cool, but it's constant. Like every time someone's coming at you, an enemy from the side or from the bag, you constantly have someone yelling in your ear. Like he's behind you. Turn to your right. Turn to your left. What do you feel about that? Have you thought about that? No, I notice that they do it and it saves my life. (laughs) Because honestly, in that game, for whatever reason, it was the same way with 2018, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the controls or what it is, but I always just never know what buttons I'm hitting. Okay. So like literally every fight in any, both this last, see now, okay. I played God of War 2018 on like story mode or easy mode, baby ass baby mode, whatever of just like, so for the most part, I just kind of mashed the buttons. I got through it. This one so far I've been playing on just normal. What, 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 what's it called? Like, give me a challenge or balance, balance. or whatever. Give me balance. And yeah. I've died quite a few times just in straight up, just regular battles, just oh, little yeah, like too. worms are killing me. And I'm like, how did I die? <laughs> But like in both games, for whatever reason, like I'm in this full panic when I'm fighting. So I'm just like, ah, like the whole time. It's extremely exhausting. And so like when they're saying like, on your right, I'm like, sweet. And it like helps me be aware of what's going on around me because it's very easy in this game to be completely lost in battle. And shit comes from behind, like all sides. So to me, it helps me. Now to your point, I did not like how fast they would tell you how to solve puzzles. Mm. Atreus and was always very big on like, I think if we do this, it'd be this. And this is how it happens. I'm like, dude, I just started looking at it. Like I didn't even have a chance, but I did go into the options as I told you and gave the extended time. So it gives me at least a minute to figure out a puzzle before they tell me how to solve it. Some of these puzzles are hard though. Like they are. These, and that's why I, I have been really frustrating it. me. You can extend it to like extended or extended plus. I didn't go to extended plus because, you know, I still want to know what it is if I can't get it. But I mean, it was before it's it like normal. It seems like it's like you have 60 seconds and then they're just like, well, I think if we did this, this might help. Yeah, and I was like, dude, hint. I yeah. didn't even like get a chance to tr- pull all the levers and see what happens. Like I haven't even had a chance to figure anything out. So that one I did extend. But in battle, no, I need that. If they weren't doing that, I would have died a lot more. I get it. I'm I not the see- best player. Like I watched those no. Twitter videos that you share of like people who know how to play, making it look slick as hell. And that yeah, is we, not we me can't. playing mine. When we, I'm playing, my Kratos <laughs> is chaos. It's yeah. just like panic and chaos. And usually me screaming the whole time. <laughs> I'm just constantly yelling and people are coming into the room going, what are you yelling about? I'm just fighting. Yeah. I'm the same way. I, I wish I could be as smooth as some of those yeah. videos. Like the guys who just make it look so fluid and like, it looks like a damn, you know, movie. No, I can't do that. I'm just, mashing away until there someone's dead yeah Uh, and i constantly keep forgetting what button to do the evade and i'm trying i spend the whole time trying to do like these combos that i'm unlocking and it's just a disaster but it's fun as hell it's a fun disaster so i'm not complaining in any way we're both having a blast it sounds like so is this do you think so far now it's hard to say year's Uh, not over is this your game of the year so far Ooh, I mean, I know bro. this year you did play 2018 as well. So, I mean, that could be skewing it. But, I mean, played some games this year. Anything yeah. stand out? I mean, 
Uh, yeah, so far, probably. I mean, I've let it be known I'm a huge Horizon Zero Dawn fan. We did get Forbidden West this year. Played that game and loved that game, but uh, yeah, man, this is God of War. It's kind of like almost in its own category. Um, yeah, it's up there for me. No, it's it's absolutely up there. No doubt yeah. about it. It is up there. Um, I still, like I said, Final Fantasy VII Reunion comes out in December. If I get super insane in the hype, Callisto Protocol comes out, and that looks crazy as well. So, I mean, I could see some other contenders in there, but was, chances are this is still going to be. I know you've played it a little bit, too. I was thinking about asking for it for Christmas was Elden Ring, and I know that's another game that people seem to... Elden Ring definitely has that potential. I, I've, I've honestly purchased like every Souls game. Mm-hmm. Played very little of any of them because I just get my ass whooped. And once again, as I said, I'm not very good. Elden Ring, I've gotten the furthest in, and I definitely can see where just it's a different style. And it's definitely, I, I definitely had fun with what I played and definitely want to go back to it. Um, so I can see where, like, in the overall game of the year, it's definitely between these those two. Yeah. From just a polish and story and gameplay perspective, I can I can see either one of those walking away with it, and I'd be okay with that. But to me, I think this one I'm going to get through. Elden Ring, I don't stand a chance of actually getting through. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you get it and you and I start multiplayer in that shit, then maybe. No, we'll see about that. But now, yeah, last it's... question before we switch to movies. Go go for it. Black Friday sale is going on uh-huh. right uh-huh. now on PSN. Last of Us Part 1 is on sale. What is your price point of picking up Last of Us Part 1 for the third time and playing it again? What's your price point, man? Oh, boy. As he takes off his glasses and rubs his face. <laughs> I'm like, oh, goodness. I don't know. It's It's probably got to be... I'll look at it if it's 40. I think it's 44. Eh, what's five bucks? What's four bucks? Do you want to play Last of Us Part 1 before the show? Yes. Because the show comes out January 15th, man. That's like less than two months away. That's like white, it's like a season of White Lotus away. I'll put it, I'll put it this way. It won't kill me if I don't, but I'd like to. But do you um, want to replay, like, do you want to play part one, the PS5 version, or are you okay going back and just playing, like, your PS4 version? I don't think I'll play the PS4 version again, because... The PS5 I, version exists? I Exactly. I want to play that. Um, I know. I'm really thinking. I saw it for 44 bucks, and I was like, oh, shit, because I told myself, when I see it on sale, I'm buying it. Listen, 44 bucks is, like, the price of two people eating at five guys or something so so just just think of it that way you'll make 44 dollars back oh no i've already i've already i've already come to the conclusion i'm gonna spend way too much money this year on black friday for video games as i tend to do all righty well there we are chris has a problem (laughs) i have a really big problem and i don't sit still enough to play video games but a lot of video games talk. We got more conversations to come, I'm sure, as the year progresses. Super pumped to play some more stuff with my friend. But I think it's time for us to talk about some Willow. But before we do, we want you to know this episode of Raise the Geek is sponsored by Anchor.fm. In Willow, a young farmer has chosen to undertake a perilous journey in order to protect a special baby from an evil queen. Let's talk about it, Don. Willow, we watched Willow from 1988 this week. I barely got through it. Don did get through it without telling me that he did it. So I had a whole different conversation planned. It's now Don's favorite movie. He is ready for the show. Welcome back from the breakdown. (laughs) We are back with Willow. Yeah, man. Well, to put things into perspective, we decided to talk about this movie because there's a revival series coming at the end of this month which you kind of already mentioned but that is why we wanted to watch this movie right a revival series that looks awesome and that's that's the that's the point i was gonna make like what what was what was the original will you've said it a couple times 1988 
98, 2008, 2018, 30, 30 something years later. I had to do the math (laughs) or 30 years later. So of course things look different now. And we're kind of in this age of fantasy movies kind of coming back and making fantasy shows and movies coming back and like grabbing some attention. So, you know, yeah, Willow's trying to get its piece of the pie and we watched that trailer when it came out and that show looks cool. I'm not going to lie. Dude, that was the highlight of D23. It was one of them. It, it really was, was like the only thing I remember coming out of D23 was fucking Willow. As much as that trailer interested us, we wanted to go back and watch the original and see where we're at and try to, you know, rekindle some of those thoughts and see if, you know, the adventure is going to continue off of the movie. So that's why we wanted to watch it. So you yeah, have man. to watch it. You have to yeah, watch we, it. We watched Willow. Um, when was the last time you watched Willow? Do you, did you watch it as a kid? Did you just watch it randomly as a teenager? Is it something that you watched multiple times? Or is it just like you're just aware of it? See, we all had staple movies in our house yeah. growing up. I think I speak for everybody when I say that. Like, I'm sure you did. I'm sure everybody did. Yeah. Um, Willow was not one in our house, but I know I've seen it somewhere along the line somewhere. I couldn't tell you when. I mm-hmm. couldn't tell you how. It wasn't a movie like I watched over and over and over. Like maybe some did, but I have seen Willow and it's it's been at least a couple decades, you know, um, at least like probably pre-20s um, since I've seen the movie. So a lot of it watching this was like new and different to me i i didn't know it was coming like it wasn't a movie i could recite line for line but i've seen it but it's been quite a long time uh how about you what is what is your history with willow i watched willow a lot as a kid (laughs) (laughs) why is that funny i don't know why i just i've watched it now now of course as you said it's been 30 years so it's still probably been 15 years since i've seen it but i watched it a lot as a kid so um, I saw a lot of Willow, um, so I always wanted more. As a 40-year-old man, I'm getting more, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Once, As I said, the trailer was super awesome for the new show. Watching through this movie again, obviously it's aged. It's been a while since I've re-watched it. I know I watched it a handful of years ago, maybe somewhere in the last 10 years. I know I've watched it. Now, fun fact, Willow was the first movie I bought on DVD. That is a fun fact. An unexpected fact. Unexpected, but Willow, and I remember it, but Willow was like the first movie I bought on DVD. I can imagine Chris with his fresh DVD player, like, what's going to be the first DVD I bought? Fucking Willow. We're watching (laughs) Willow on my DVD player or PS2, because I think that was my first DVD player. That was how I convinced... My girlfriend to let me buy a PS2. There you go. Here, here's the thing with Willow. It's got some prestige behind it. Hell yeah. Um, this is a lot of people don't think about it, but this is a Ron Howard film. Like he's a, you know, well-regarded makes you know movies people love director. And then uh, ransom. Yeah, exactly. Dude, that movie's that movie's Dude, legit, man. Let's do a ransom episode. Dude, I'm uh, down. That movie is just it's 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 a very forgettable movie. Like I always forget it exists, but then when I do remember it, I'm like, yes. No, Gibson was badass in that movie. It's Jimmy Shaker Day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but <laughs> the Ron Howard. It's a Ron Howard film. But then on top of that, the story is John Luke or George Lucas, John yeah. Lucas, George Lucas. This is a Lucasfilms um, production. Right. So, I mean, that right there just goes to show there there's a lot of, you know, big time Hollywood power behind this movie. But does it like stand up like that, that's the question we're going to try to answer. Yeah, that's. I guess we're going to try. I don't really know. But yes, you're 100% right. Ron Howard, George Lucas, it's obviously owned by Disney now, and they're planning on doing the show. So, I mean, there's tons of prestige that goes behind it, even still to this day. So, I mean, it, it and and watching it through even now, like, yeah, we laugh at the effects, the cl- the 
blatant green screen with the brownies on screen and just looking like in the trolls at the end, which as I told you, when it was on behind us, while we were starting this recording, those trolls, the troll and like, that scared the shit out of me as a kid. Like I wouldn't even watch that part. I'm like, fast forward, fast forward. Because yeah. it freaked me out, man. Seeing that like troll get skinned. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's messed up, man. That still looks jacked up now. Yeah, Watching it just even some, now, I'm like, Ugh. it's got some heavy parts for kids, definitely. Um, but outside of all that, just generally looking at it now through your lens of adult eyes, and even not then, like take everything into account how you felt about it then, the nostalgia of it. What do you just think of Willow? Someone says, Chris, what does Willow mean to you? What is Willow? What do you say? Willow's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I watched it a lot as a kid, man. Mad Mardigan, Val Kilmer, just whooping ass. I like I'm watching it now. Yes, it's it's probably stupid. I have the nostalgia gene that goes into Willow because I watched it a bunch as a kid. Mm-hmm. It was something I watched. So even watching it now, I'm like, this movie's stupid, but it's one of the ones <laughs> that just rides with me as a kid. Um, I don't know. Rewatching it this time, I could not tell you a damn thing that was happening in that movie. It was all over the place. It's kind of a mess of a movie. I watched about 40 minutes with my wife yesterday for the first time with her. And she said, you have to turn this off. Yeah. She, that was as far as she would go 40 minutes. And she's like, I'm so bored. You have to turn this off. And I'm just like, what's wrong with you? Because Mm. Willow is Willow. (laughs) But so I have a nostalgia thing. Yes. Looking at it. It's a, it feels like a mess. Um, it's all over the place in many ways. It's kind of, uh, I was surprised that we were like 50 minutes in when she wanted to turn it off. Cause I'm like, I don't think anything happened yet. So um, nothing did. trust me, yeah. nothing did. Yeah. So it was one of those things that just kind of was just watching it with adult eyes, I guess, as I said, it's been a while since I watched it. I can, I'm aware of what it is, but like I said, I watched a lot as a kid. So, so it, I have a thing- I have nostalgia tied in. The main thing driving you is the nostalgia of it. You just like it because you liked it as a kid. Mainly. 100%. Okay. I hate Willow. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, this movie sucks. <laughs> I just don't think it's very good. Um, just, I don't know, man. Just nothing about it. I didn't really remember, but I'm just sitting there and like, like I agree with your wife. Give her a high five for me because nothing happened in the beginning. Um, it did take it took a long time to really get anything going. Granted, that little baby was adorable. But you know what? Why do you got to show me the baby's face 50 times? Because she was very a hundred, expressive. A hundred times. <laughs> she was the best actor in the movie. Did you see all those expressive Come faces on. that that baby was making? She was telling a story with her face and she was a baby. I do not need to see that baby's face a hundred times. And I swear to God, they showed the baby's face a hundred times. I would, I would a hundred percent believe you if you counted. I don't know. It was just, it's just, it's kind of goofy and just. It's from 1988, man. It's edited that way. It looks that way. I feel like George Lucas just watched a lot of, or read a lot of like the Bible, Lord of the the Rings and yeah. Anything else you want to say and just kind of like, well, I can do that, and just kind of came up with this kind of weird tropey movie where it's like every idea has kind of already been done somewhere else on our better. And it's like, like, yeah, this is my version of it, and like I'm gonna use my same actor that I had as an Ewok in all the Star Wars movies, and I made this movie around him and everything. And uh, <laughs> what was that look? Uh, but it was just like. <laughs> oh yeah let me throw val kilmer in here he's a hot hollywood 1980s guy I mean, which, he, which he is i i was about to say man. what you're really gonna talk shit about val kilmer in this no, movie right now i'm not gonna hate on val kilmer he was charismatic and he's good and he was like in his prime so i will not hate on val kilmer too much but yeah, everything else outside of that was... he had that love potion spell come over him and he was running around and being in love with people that was that was gold i'm a playboy uh <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, man, just, just, yes, it was. I mean, even when you look at the story with adult eyes and you're like, okay, so, you know, we have the baby prophecy that is going to destroy the queen. Well, you know, so we want to kill all the babies and find all the babies. Well, that was Jesus. 
<laughs> right. And then they're like, oh, well, we're just going to put this baby in a in a in the water and just send it down the river. Well, that was Moses. So George Lucas was just like reading the Bible one day and he's like, all right, I'm just going to make this movie. We're going to throw a bunch of like special effects and brownies in there and fairies and little people and Val Kilmer. And we got a movie and Kevin Pollack looking the same age as he does now. (laughs) What was up with that, man? (laughs) Right. That looks like modern day Kevin Pollack. You threw in this right? one of these little green screen, and like I get it, it was top of the line special effects at the time, but just now it's just so goofy. Just the green screen of it, and you can tell, like I told you earlier, just everything looks so cut and paste, it's just like kind of laughable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't want to just blame that on the time period because in the 80s, it was kind of a heyday for fantasy movies. Um, I have a ton that I could name. Well, not a ton, but a handful I could name that it is like above and beyond this movie to me. You know, you you got your Princess Brides and the Labyrinth and Dark Crystal and the Neverending Story. And I take I'll take any of those movies over this. Did um, you watch The Legend? No, with and Tom I, Cruise. And I I've heard of that one, and I've never seen Legend. Should I watch Legend? I mean, you should, I, it's hard to say, I would say, yes, you should watch it, but it's once again, an eighties thing. I have no idea, but I watched that movie really for like the first time. Honestly, it was like 2000 and something. It was like 2002 or whatnot. But I remember I watched, I, someone let me borrow the DVD of legend and it was like the director's cut and the theatrical cut. And I watched the theatrical cut and I loved it. And then I was like, oh, I need to watch the uh, director's cut. And I literally watched the director's cut right after it. Like, I watched that movie two times in a row. I've never watched another movie two times in a row. But then I've never watched that movie again. (laughs) Okay. So who knows? I loved it, but I cannot tell you very, I can tell you nothing about it. I gotcha. So now I feel like I need to watch it tomorrow. There you go. How do I watch Legend? It's streaming somewhere, right? (laughs) You'll, You'll find it. Anyway. Well, I don't know how, how you're kind of talking like it's your nostalgic feelings is what kind of still you hold near and dear to this movie. Yeah. To me, that's Labyrinth. Yeah. You know, that that was my willow to you is like, that's the movie that we watched in my house and I grew up on and I knew all the lines and it was like the Muppets and and uh and david, david bowie, bowie and who's the baby in the blind <laughs> yes but that was to me that that was it so just like willow just never was that for me so i'm looking at it just as a critical eye as an adult and i'm like well that's never has, good yeah this really has a right this has no story really and it's just kind of like cut and paste like i said and Val Kilmer pretending to be a woman so he doesn't get beat up by a, another woman's husband who wants to sleep yeah. with him is uh, Val Kilmer compelling and, to you. Val Kilmer and drag and uh, you know I don't know. Um, it's not terrible. It's watchable. There, there's, there's some fun eighties action scenes capital. in there. Like that third act has some you know fun eighties fantasy action. Third uh, act is good. It's 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 getting to that point. Exactly. Leading There's up a lot of side quests act, in this movie. It's very it's very drawn out and very draggy uh for the first, you know, 90 minutes of this movie. So so I, I guess the main question here, yeah, rewatching this movie, does that put any kind of like stain, taint, whatever on you watching this show? coming to disney plus on the 30th does it take away some of that excitement do you wish you wouldn't have watched this movie or you just feel like you're like all right i at least remember the story so let's see what they do with it right i think at the end of the day i'm still excited about the show because it looks like an updated 2022 version of that world and i'm interested enough to check out and see what they're going to do with it I'm glad I watched this movie so I kind of had my, you know, footing back in this universe, kind of understand where we're coming from, know what we're dealing with, know the world we're going to be in. Willow obviously is in the Willow show. Beyond that, I'm not sure what they're going to do, but, you know, I'm very open to a new fantasy show with Willow. It's not Lord of the Rings. 
That's not Lord of the Rings. The Rings of Power. Ugh. You went Barf. back and finished that, right? Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it 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 doesn't affect my. I'm I'm gonna give the Willow show its its due. Watch. I'm gonna give it a chance with an open mind, regardless of how I feel about the '80s movie. Um, I think I'll be good to go on that show. How about you? Oh, hundred percent. Okay. Like I said, coming out of D23, that was the trailer I watched like three times. I really just thought it looked like fun. It looked, like I said, updated properly. I just it looks like a good time. So until they prove to me otherwise, I'm I'm ready for it. Okay. So we we're on the same page. You may hear from us again on Willow. Willow. This might not be the only time we talk about Willow. Hopefully, it's a little <laughs> bit more of a positive conversation. But uh, like I said, I got nothing but nothing but love for Willow um, going through. But yes, I'm aware as a 40 year old man watching this movie, I'm aware of the limitations that this movie had based on the time period and just the storytelling of the the day that in which it was made. But I still still got some love for willow so that That's will okay. be that but we will be back to talk about the willow tv show at some point for disney plus we will see how that goes i'm excited if you want to know more about willow or want to talk about your experiences willow make sure you shoot us that email over at raised geek at gmail.com or hit us up over on twitter while it still exists at raised <clears throat> geek or, you know, we are on Instagram as well. So definitely hit us up over there. Let us know what you think about Willow. If you're excited for the show, we want to know about it. And also, we did talk about God of War Ragnarok today. So, you know, let us know what you're thinking about that. Spoiler free, hopefully, because we haven't gotten through the game yet. So don't ruin it for us. But definitely make sure you join that conversation so we can jump through that. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. So for Raise the Geek, I'm Chris. And I'm done. And thanks for checking out the show, where geek is all we speak.